Hello, friends, and welcome again to the Deeper Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Paul White. It's the 13th day of April, and I am going to conclude the sixth chapter of Mark today in our journey through the Gospel of Mark, and then we'll pick up chapter seven as we start tomorrow, and really, Friday always kind of feels like the weekend, so our weekend will begin with the beginning of a new chapter And I want to just remind you that we will be having our Flowery Branch meeting with, uh, that's our our Sunday Flowery Branch meeting on the 23rd of April. And we will be having our Chapin, South Carolina meeting the next Friday. That's a little unusual. We usually do those on the same weekend. It didn't work that way this month. So we will be in Chapin on the 28th. Um, Our Flowery Branch meeting, I'm sorry, on the 23rd is 2 in the afternoon. That's Sunday afternoon, and then our Chapin meeting is 6.30 Eastern time on Friday night, the 28th. Then we will be at the Crossroads World Outreach Church on uh, the 30th of April in West Columbia, South Carolina. So we will do a weekend in South Carolina at the end of the month of April. We're coming back to South Carolina, uh, a different location in the month of May. Uh, We'll tell you about that as we get a little bit closer. We're going to Canada in June. We're going to Wisconsin in June, New York, Pennsylvania in July. We'll be going to Europe in the fall. This is going to be a busy year. Father's doing some amazing things. And and honestly, there's some stuff I'm actually really excited about unleashing. I don't know if that's the right way to say that, but sort of revealing as the Father works it out. Uh, And so there's some exciting stirrings, and we'll be telling you about that as the year progresses. Let's close Mark chapter 6 today by reading the final four verses. That's verses 53 to 56. And just for context, Jesus was walking on the water the evening before. He met the disciples. He entered their boat. John says they went immediately docked, which if we're to take John's account literally, then the second Jesus' foot steps on the deck Boom, they are where they're going. And wow, whatever that indicates. Mark 6.53, when they had crossed over, they came to the land of Gennesaret and anchored there. And when they came out of the boat, immediately the people recognized him. Well, this is interesting because there are no, um, you know, there's no posters. <laughs> it's like stuff that hangs up in the city square uh, advertising the arrival of Jesus. It's not as if there's, um, you know, this 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 idea. Or, or, you know, CDs going around about him and he's been on local television. So to recognize him, I think, has more to do with reputation than looks. I mean, the people came out, immediately the people recognized him. What did they recognize? Um, I think they recognize compassion. I think they recognize something about him. Are, are you ever just around someone and you get a sense of them. Um, I think it's where we all want to be. I think it's where we all are on our best day. When we are, for lack of a better term, the best version of ourselves. Um, maybe when we're the worst version of ourselves, we put off an aura of stay away from me. I don't want to talk to anybody. <laughs> but Jesus seems to have that about him that is 
And remember, he spent the evening before praying and then walking on the sea to his disciples. And so he is energized. He is ready for whatever life brings at him. Look at the response of the people. Not only do they recognize him, verse 55, they ran throughout that whole surrounding region and began to carry about on beds those who were sick to wherever they heard he was. Wherever he entered into villages, cities, or the country, they laid the sick in the marketplaces and begged him that they might just touch the hem of his garment, and as many as touched him were made well. Mark, in his narrative fashion of immediately, seems to be cramming in several stories into one moment. What I mean by that is he, he gives you a very specific moment where Jesus lands at Gennesaret, And then the people recognize him. But then Mark seems to give commentary in verse 56, which is like, well, wherever he went, whether it was a village, a city, or country, they laid the sick. So he's he's sort of now saying, this isn't really that unusual. I'm just showing you a moment when it happened, but it actually happened everywhere Jesus went. That if he entered into a village, he entered into a city, people brought the sick to him. What is particularly interesting, I think, about this moment is... In verse 56, they, they begged him that they might just touch the hem of his garment. And my thought is, where did they get this impression that touching the hem of his garment might bring them healing? Well, it seems to me that the woman back in Mark chapter 5, who reached through the crowd and touched the hem of his garment and received the... She's the woman with the issue of blood and her bleeding stopped... It would seem to me that that woman has had an influence on the surrounding areas. You could say that woman's faith in touching the hem of Jesus' garment sparked a revival of him touching. H-E-M. People found out that it worked for her and they began to duplicate it. And this is, in some ways, it's typical of humanity. This is kind of what we do. We find out something's working, people copy it. I'm not faulting it, but... I guess the point is this. You never know when your encounter with Jesus will lead to a revival. You never know when your testimony will lead others to want more about Jesus. And so this is why I encourage believers to talk about Jesus. We talk about everything else. We talk about sports. We talk about the weather. God knows we talk enough about politics. I think believers talking about Jesus is our greatest asset Because as we talk about Jesus, we put the spotlight on whom we're following. We become challenged to follow him. We become infatuated with following him. You never know when your testimony becomes the spark that someone else needs to turn their life towards that Christ. I think that's what's happening there at the end of Mark chapter 6. Now, we're going to get into some conversation with the Pharisees as we get into Mark 7. And we'll do that tomorrow along with Jesus. Uh, We'll see you then. Have a great day. God bless.